Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, Miss O, you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm D Viddy. And it's only us two. Yay, the duo podcast. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by Ibachi Bachi. It's where the chef flips the food at your table and the closest to your plate wins. What do you win? A free meal? Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I didn't think that far ahead. Hmm. So I am currently in St. Jimmy's our normal podcasting location. Oh, in St. Jimmy and Master Zed are in Athens. Yeah, they're sleeping right now. They're doing advertising for a show, I hope. <laughs> More like madvertising. Oh, what's the time difference between us and them? It is 5.30 in the morning there. Interesting. I believe. If I, my phone is to be trusted. <laughs> I'll just wait to send him th- any text messages until 11 o'clock here. He, he's the um, St. Jimmy's apparently walking in his sleep. Oh. Because <laughs> when I pull him up on Live 360. He's um, moving around. Well, I'll tell you what it says as soon as I can find it. What does it say for his ETA to you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, it says he's 6,191 miles from me. That's a long ways. Yep. <laughs> okay, it doesn't say it anymore, but when I pulled him up before, it said he was moving. <laughs> or walking. <laughs> but he's been there for five and a half hours, so... I'm guessing he went to... Got back to the place they're staying at midnight, and... Now he's just well, asleep. Everything's going good for him. I hope so too. He's been there for a few days now. 
So I'm currently working remotely from his house because my wife is watching their kids. How is that going? I've got my computer set up in our garage or their garage on a folding table. I was wondering how you were going to. I've been having issues with um, their router, I think, is blocking large file transfers. Oh, which has kept me from successfully using AutoCAD very well. Uh, that sucks. And he has the same internet I had before I moved. And I had to change a setting on that to get it to work correctly. But do you think I wrote it down or anything? <laughs> no. So I've been trying to find the solution again. But it doesn't work. I might have to try to find somebody else's house that has different internet to go work at while I'm here. Yeah. Or I guess the other option is just to go home. Oh, man. Yeah, my uh, Google map says I can't get there from here. (laughs) (laughs) Not driving anyway. using public transportation? Uh, I didn't try public transportation, but... Try walking? (laughs) Swimming? (laughs) That'd be a long swim. Teleportation? Now you're talking. Do you have teleportation? That would be nice. You didn't take that spell? Oh, man, I would love to have that spell. That'd be cool. So anything else going on, or should we... Well, I... <laughs> Banter is completely blank. I thought I would just tell us that our listeners where St. Jimmy and Master Zed were. <laughs> well, we can move on. That's fine. We can go to the topic. Okay. I was expecting it to be this... a shorter podcast without all the other chat. I was expecting it to be a much sillier podcast. But so far, it hasn't been. Oh, well, it was kind of frustrating trying to get Skype to work. Oh, so you're like, still sore about that? I got that. my computer out like 45 minutes ahead of time. Yeah. Started it up. Opened the show notes. That seemed to work okay. Uh, uh, that was your mistake. <clears throat> then I went to the start menu. I've got, um, I didn't bring a mouse. I forgot a mouse. So oh, I borrowed one from St. Jimmy. It's an old one. So you scroll and it like randomly moves up and down the uh-huh. screen. So that's not useful. So then you're usually trying to. When I scroll, I shape change into an alien. <laughs> That's interesting. I <laughs> anyway. try to go over to the sidebar. You have to go over to the sidebar to drag it up and down. Okay. So I dragged it down to the start menu, found Skype, clicked on it. Nothing happened, like nothing. Oh. Like I clicked on it. And then I tried to get that going, tried to download. I thought maybe I need to download a new version. Oh. That was taking forever and failed. And so I tried, I saw, oh, I saw Skype for business. Maybe I should click on that one. Not a good idea. Because um, I want to be logging with like a workplace or a school email, which I don't think I've set up. So I was trying to, I, then every time I tried to open it, the other one, it would just open the Skype for business. Mm. Went back and tried to download Skype again and eventually worked. Um, but it had a lot of waiting time where it wasn't seemed like it was doing anything. And I'm not sure what's wrong with my lap, old laptop because I checked and it's 
It's got a terabyte hard drive, and it's only used like 10% of the hard drive. Probably needs updates hmm. and stuff. So, do you oh, well. con- do you connect via um, wireless to the internet for working? work computer? Yeah. Yes. As a, I have a VPN that allows me to log into our servers. Oh, okay. So, do you want to try from my kitchen? <laughs> yeah, I might. If you wouldn't mind, I might try that. So, I'll be teleworking tomorrow um, yeah. until I go to the dentist. All right. Well, if I can't get it to do anything in the morning, I'll maybe I'll bring my computer over and see if it works. Okay. I'll probably just bring the laptop part, skip the extra monitors. And if it works, yeah. then I'll know and maybe we can try a more permanent while I'm here set up or something. Yeah, I definitely have to clear that with my beautiful wife first. Yes. I only work eight hours a day. Oh, well, so do I. <laughs> you can even put me on the garage. Or on the deck. Well, we do have a rocking chair on the deck. Well, that'd be nice. We've got a little fire pit. We could get a fire going for you. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be you great. You could watch Daryl and Daryl frolic through the, the grass. Well, it'd be like having co-workers. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. If your co-workers are like squirrels. Uh, they probably have more uh, conference calls than squirrels. Probably. <laughs> I wonder if squirrels do any scrolling. Well, maybe they don't scroll as well as mice or mouse they have. I guess oh. mice shouldn't be expected to squirrel. <laughs> very well. Maybe that's what you should get as a squirrel for your computer. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> it looks like a mouse, but it's bigger and got a big tail. Oh, dude. You could you totally make, make one. one. You just... I'm going to make one. Yeah, just glue something on there that looks like a squirrel tail, and then you can tell. Like 3D print a squirrel? (laughs) That fits over your mouse? Not a mouse in it? That would be great. (laughs) To start that. This is how I squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) I have to make it so every time you move it, it makes little squirrel noises. What do squirrels say? I I guess I've, I've heard one bark before. Yeah. I was um, talking, I was it's more like a yip. Yeah. There's ones that, our old house, that would, when you'd work in the front yard, they'd sit in the tree and chitter at you. Like, would you shut up? So the most boisterous I've seen a squirrel was when I my kids were young and we went on a picnic. And the kids were eating PB&J sandwiches. Well, then we started playing a game, and so they kind of left their sandwiches on the table. Yeah. Well, the squirrel popped up there and grabbed one of them and just started running toward the woods. <laughs> and while he was running, this crow swooped down and grabbed the sandwich out of the squirrel's mouth and flew up into a tree. And the squirrel was livid. <laughs> oh, I bet. I'd be mad. He like jumped up onto the the side of the tree and just started yipping like crazy. And the crow yeah. just kind of ignored him. Just said, I got your food. It's <laughs> funny. I stole that fair and square. <laughs> yeah. 
could see that. Yeah, they're probably, I think Crow would probably a little bit higher up on the hierarchy than the squirrel. Yeah. I'm surprised the squirrel didn't try to go in the tree and get to where he was. Well, the squirrel probably knew that the crow would fly away. Yeah, I guess. He probably had that experience know. before. Maybe that crow just pesters that squirrel. Like, not <laughs> Maybe the, the crow picks on the squirrel. Like, yeah. He's like the playground bully for the squirrel. I can see that. I think that's probably true. You know, I, I just was thinking, since I call my squirrels Daryl, maybe I should call my crows Cheryl. <laughs> Daryl and Cheryl? <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> oh, there you go. I didn't even think about that. But it would have a good rhyme with Daryl, with Cheryl and Daryl. Oh, for sure. Um, shoot, now I need to name all the types of animals that I see in my yard. I don't see crows very often. When I do, I try to befriend them, but by throwing yeah. bread at them. It's better than the alternative. Yeah, you don't want crows to be your enemy. No. Saw a blue jay in the backyard once. That's basically a crow, right? But a Boise State crow? <laughs> well, I don't think their blue is the same color blue as Boise State, field? right? I don't know. Maybe oh. that'd, that'd be funny if there's like a game and the football's on the ground and all of a sudden it started moving and there's like a bluebird under it. <laughs> no one can see it because of the blue grass. I, I, do, I have seen a couple possums in my yard. There should be a football field in Kentucky that has bluegrass. They should all have bluegrass in Kentucky. Yeah, it's all Kentucky bluegrass, right? And serve fried chicken at all the games. Because actual Kentucky bluegrass is more bright or green than anything. So kind of a misnomer. Yeah, we had that kind, I think, at one of our houses. Was it in was Kentucky? This? No, it wasn't. <laughs> It was I think green. I've been to Kentucky. We've been to Kentucky, right? Didn't we drive through a little corner of it? I think so. After Tennessee? Yeah, we should at least claim it. You probably have the document, don't you? Of oh, do I? I doubt it. Oh. That, that was, was a while ago. <laughs> that was 20 years ago. Actually, 20 years ago last month, because we went in August. DVD oh, and I drove. DVD and I drove from Jackson, well, Orlando, because that's where I picked you up. Yep. Orlando, Florida, to Boise, Idaho, twenty years ago, last month. That was us during the fantasy football draft. Uh yeah. Um. So we camped along the way. Yep. Um. We had it planned out, so it was like four-hour drive in the morning, four hours after yes. lunch. So did I? I drove in the morning, right? Probably. I don't remember. But we split it up that way. One of us drove in the morning for four hours. We'd stop for lunch, usually at switch. Waffle House if we were down in the south. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the other one drove four hours in the afternoon. Then we found our camping spot and camped. I think, let's see. We went through Atlanta, probably, right? Yep, yep, I think so. And then 
Did we go through? I was in Atlanta airport at one point. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which... I'm not exactly sure on the... Oh, yeah, because we were almost considered swinging by Alabama on the way. Right. So if we took Highway 75, that goes through Atlanta. And then probably got on 24 and went through Nashville. If that's the case, then we did go through Kentucky on our way to Illinois. And then to St. Louis, Missouri. Anyway. Memories. Speaking of memories. Yeah, let's go to our topic. That's all that we know for sure. So please just listen to Nerds as we discuss pop culture. Our topic is awesome. It's nerd culture. If you want it on the edges, nerd culture. enough that we grew up in the 80s yeah so we thought we would discuss what it was like to be a kid in the 80s at least in america right (laughs) oh there's three aspects of being a kid right in the 80s school well that's not what i was thinking i was thinking of um playing outside right watching tv Yep. And playing video games. Yep, I think that covers our free time, at least. <laughs> There's also playing inside, so I guess that might be four. Yeah. How did we How did we have enough time to do all four of those to the extent well, that we did? I've just discovered or decided that there was just more time. Could have been. There were actually 30 hours in a day back then. So um, we slept in, like until we were teenagers, then sleeping in felt really nice. I don't know if I ever had a chance to sleep in that much. Like Saturday mornings when there's cartoons, you had to be up for those. Yeah. It was pre-watch stuff, whatever you want. You couldn't do that unless you'd recorded it. Which we were kind of lucky that we had a tape or VHS recorder. from. But we we never recorded cartoons. No, I don't think so. Uh, we did have movies that were recorded off of TV. Were we not were... allowed to con- to work the VCR? Or were we just not thinking uh, about it? I don't know if it occurred to us that you could tape cartoons and watch them later. I don't think it really occurred to us. 
No, because, I mean, why would you watch them later? You just watched it. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess we're going to start talking about TV. Okay. We had... I remember we had four channels. We had that TV that had all lots of channels, right? Where you push buttons, like one through. Yeah, I don't think all of them went to anything. No, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, uh, so the TV, we didn't have a remote control. The TV had a row of buttons on the front, and each one corresponded to a channel. Yep. Um, and I remember... There was a number 44 assigned to one of the channels. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I remember that was my favorite number because that was the channel I liked the most. <laughs> oh. So as far as our my first memories of what we watched, I remember Batman. The 1960s Batman with right. Adam West. Yeah. Uh, because we then we'd go outside and play Batman. <laughs> this was in California. Um, Ultraman was a big one in California as well. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't really remember watching Batman in California. I more remember watching or playing Batman. So we must have watched it. I so know we... I'd, seen, I'd, I'd seen it, but I don't have specific memories of that. Right. And I was really excited. Well, lots of the stuff we watched, I'm pretty sure, is because of what I was excited about having as a kid. So I remember we got like Lone Ranger playset or something. Oh, with the little cap guns. Yeah. Yeah, I remember fun. we had a mask that came with it and a cowboy hat. We did a lot of playing outside in California, which is when I my real first memories of Yeah, we had three good friends that lived across the street and next door to us, Keith and Mike and Joe. Yep. And Mike and Joe had a little sister named Renee. And they had shag carpet. I remember that. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, I remember watching Herbie, one of the Herbie movies at their house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. Uh, we played a lot of Cowboys and Indians with Keith, our next door neighbor. Um. We also played Smurfs <laughs> in the bushes. I don't know how oh, that game goes, but <laughs> I, I do remember that too. I also remember, yeah, playing Batman for some reason. Um, in the backyard, there was a tree, and we'd eat the sap out of the stuff from the tree. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> and we had a little bucket with a rope over a branch. We could get in, be hauled up, pull each other up and down, and drop each other. Like, <laughs> how did we move to playing outside from watching TV? <laughs> I don't know. What can we move on to watching TV in our next place? Which was Washington. Yeah. So we would. I remember when we got home from school, we would watch Thundercats and GI Joe. Yep. Um. When was He-Man on? It seems like we watched He-Man more when we were in California. Because that's when we had all the He-Man toys. Oh, yeah. That that was a little earlier than 
Thundercats, I think. I think he man <laughs> did go in, into the Thundercat era as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember if I mentioned this on our podcast or not. But there was like a law in existence that basically ended in 1983 about advertising to children. It was uh, not allowed. And when the law lapsed, before they made a new law later that decade, uh-huh. they really brought into all of the cartoons that were designed to sell toys. Like Transformers. Transformers, G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe. Thundercats. E-Man. Because yeah. we, had, we had all of those to- type of toys. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they were great. Um, I remember, in fact, I remember the commercials for the toys was kids playing with G.I. Joes. Yeah. They, had, they always had these really extravagant, really cool, like, play sets, like, locations that they were playing. Oh, right. Not so the ours weren't cool. I mean, we had <laughs> yeah, like, we, colored carpets. We, we collected quite a few G.I. Joes, that, and that's probably what we played with most as kids. Oh yeah, but for sure. But yeah, um, setting the scene of our bedroom, we had blue carpet on half the room and brown carpet on the other half of the room, and so obviously that was water and ground. Right. Um, we got big pieces of styrofoam from like a bike exercise like bike or something. Yeah, yeah, recumbent exercise bike was our aircraft carrier. Yeah, the well, the styrofoam from. What that came right. in. Uh, we got we had a, <laughs> some other cool styrofoam. I remember, which is funny that we. I mean, we were playing with styrofoam for yeah. our bases. <laughs> and I also remember we um, we had interesting ways of picking which GI Joes we played with because yeah, we, we would each get them. them. We'd each get them for Christmas and birthdays, but we pretty much just they were combined. Together, you know, right? Like I can't remember who was actually gifted which one, no. and so we had to before we could play with them, we had to pick who was going to play with which <laughs> characters, and so we came up with all different kinds of methods of picking um, toys, you know, GI so Joes. Two methods popped to my mind at least. Okay. At one point, we got a sticky hand out of a quarter yeah. machine. I remember that one. And we stood all the G.I. Joes up on top of the dresser. And then you yep. throw the hand and try to get it to stick and pull it off. <laughs> Which was... Yeah. And then the other method, we actually... Oh, I think we set a blanket up and then we'd hide G.I. Joes on it. Yeah. And then we turned that into a game where we we would, like, after we picked, we would each set up our own blanket with G.I. Joes. So and make, try to hit maybe... it with missiles. Basically, put it in the shape of a mountain, and you'd right. hide, hide your GI Joes behind it. Um, we actually played that like ten years ago, or I have pictures of less. it. Less. <laughs> I remember somebody came over to visit a, a friend of my wife's or something. She's like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> uh, we played GI Joes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you you ended up with all of the GI Joes. Yes, because there was a point where I, I. Figured that I was too old to play with toys anymore, so I just gave them all to you. <laughs> and I still have them. And you still have them. <laughs> Poor St. Jimmy. Never got them passed down to him. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to give them up. What I need to yeah. do is I need to build some display shelves to display them. 
Yeah, because they're just sitting in a bucket or something, right? Yeah, at one point um, in the 2000s, I bought replacement rubber bands for them oh. online. And fixed as many as I could. Yeah. Well, now with the 3D printer, I might be able to fix more. That'd be cool. Repaint some of them. Yeah, so that pretty much yeah. covers playing inside, watching cartoons. Um, playing video games. We had an Atari. Yep, that was early in <laughs> California. Um, do you remember which games you liked the most on Atari? Seemed like Superman was kind of fun. Yep. I liked the uh, tanks one where you'd combat go around, shoot each other com- combat tanks. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I got one for my birthday. It was like a Starfighter one, but it was kind of boring. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't remember that one. I remember it looked cool and the stars were flying past you, but it was too hard probably for me. Uh Yep, and then our dad adventure. bought. Oh, adventure! Yeah, that was another good one. And then our dad bought a Commodore sixty four. Yes. And I remember when we first got it, it, the programs came on cassette tapes. Yeah, do you remember mom and dad sitting there, and I think dad reading like a book that had a program in it, and mom typing it in. <laughs> I don't remember that. But and it was games like there was a skiing game where you were like an asterisk and you had to move left and right to avoid trees that were scrolling past. Yeah. Trees. They were probably double carriage right. or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do remember the book because I would spend time. I taught myself basic using the book. Right. And so I wrote some of the programs, those programs as well and played around with them. Um. I remember trying to write a program that would be like a virtual psychologist. <laughs> so it would ask oh. ask you questions, and then based on your response, it would give responses. Um. <laughs> would have been easier to make a magic eight ball, maybe. Yeah, that would have been. I didn't even think of that back then. But I remember we would spend a lot of time playing games on the Commodore 64 because our our dad was great at finding, getting free things. Yeah, from and so, probably his coworkers. Yeah, he'd come home from work with boxes of these, you know, five by whatever floppy disks. Five, five and a quarter. Yeah, floppy disks that had games on it, and he had no idea what was on them, so we would go in and open it up and see what was on there and try all the different games out. And, of course, we had our favorites. Jumpman was one that we really oh, liked. Oh, Jumpman was a great one. Toy Bazaar. Toy Bazaar. Um, Space Taxi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Taxi. Oh, what was the yeah. um, Beachhead one? Beachhead. Beachhead, yeah. <laughs> we had like. There was a. Guns. There was a G.I. Joe one that only worked maybe 30% of the time. I think the closest I've ever come to trying to do voodoo magic was trying to get that game to work. <laughs> Because it, they all would take like, you know, three to five minutes to load, you know, right. And that one would just keep loading and loading and loading. We're like, oh man, <laughs> how do we get this to work? But sometimes we thought we had figured out different ways that you could get it that it would then would load. Yeah. Um. 
Remember the the vehicle ones on that were really hard. There's like a person versus person ones you could get where you could pick which G.I. Joe you were. And uh-huh. then a Cobra person would come out and you'd fight them. Yeah. Uh, we had that yeah. weird chair where you'd kneel on it and then sit so it had no back <laughs> at one point. Uh, we also like Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, Bruce Lee. That was a great one. <laughs> the big green sumo guy that you'd fight and the little ninja guy that you'd punch. And... I don't think we ever beat that as a kid, as, as kids. We also had, like, Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah, the original. The original, yeah, one screen with the turtles and the... Cramps. <laughs> Do you remember the other plumber one? At the pipes? So you yeah, to get water. you have to fix the pipes. Yep. I don't remember what that one was called, but... Um, there was also... Uh... Oh, what was that game with Time Master Tim? Dino some Dino Eggs. Yeah. <laughs> that one was fun. Yeah, so we had a lot of video games that just came on discs. Um and then playing outside, so we talked a little bit about when we you know, the very early eighties. California, yeah. I remember we had one game that we never played again after I had to get stitches. <laughs> where you'd run at the clothesline pole, grab it and swing around oh. so the vertical pole. And I, for some reason, I still to this day have no on, idea where that glass came from. Landed on some glass. Or if there even was glass. I remember there being glass. Okay. Like a weird thing to have in the backyard. Yeah. Nonetheless, so in Washington, our neighbor, those kitty corner to us, TJ was our the friend that we played with most often. Right. And he had a lot of younger brothers and sisters. And a lot of times we would were forced to let the younger siblings play. <laughs> but they always would end up getting hurt and crying and going home. They would like to have pinecone wars where you throw pinecones at each other. Yeah, the sharper, the more painful. <laughs> yeah, the younger the kid you want to get rid of, you'd find like the kind of heavy, damp one a little bit that hadn't, hadn't opened. <laughs> kind of like throwing a rock at somebody, probably. We built that a fort, you could call it. Yeah, so it wasn't really a treehouse because it was on the ground. Yep. You could climb up weird, like it had like a little room and then a top to it that you could climb up on. And we built a trapdoor. Oh, yeah. And we would play. What, what did we have a name for the game where somebody would be in the fort? And then the other two of us would try to get as close to the fort without being seen. It involved a lot of involved a lot of army crawling behind sheds and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they had a name. Yeah, but we had a club that we created that was called the special forces club yep we had a newsletter i think that we did on the commodore <laughs> yeah yeah the print shop on the commodore 64 was something we used quite a bit too because you yep. make cards and newsletters and 
Um, we also had a swimming pool. Oh, yeah. So that was another thing that? that our dad got for free. His Wait, buddy told that, him. Yeah, there was like his house was too shady. <laughs> so the water never got warm. And it was un- he had it built underground, I think, right? I don't remember. But I remember he told our dad that if he came and took it, like took it apart and took it down, that we could have it. <laughs> yes. And so you and I went over with dad and helped help them take it apart and i think it did have a deep end it might have been right. into the ground but i don't remember specifically but when we installed it we installed it above ground and it did not have a deep end it was, it was 32 by 16 by four feet deep yeah four feet deep all the way across with a little bit of a step on one end oh right and, by the by the diving board yeah so our dad also built a deck on each end, and I think he put up volleyball poles too. Yeah, and he at one point even had like little trees he cut down as poles. Yeah, to put tarps on to keep the volleyball from getting out of the pool because they didn't invite friends <laughs> yeah. over to play water volleyball. Yeah, I'm not sure if that that system ever worked. Remember, he tried to get it to work. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember a couple um, times being out there and just. Like retrieving the ball for him and throwing it back in. <laughs> yeah, so we lived on a, like an acre and a quarter or acre and a half or something. It was just an acre. It doesn't look I, very big when you drive past it now. I think it was a little bit bigger than an acre, though. Okay. If I remember right. I'm sure we'll get fact-checked by our parents. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> when they listen. So look forward to that next week. Oh. <laughs> but we'd spend a lot of time on bikes riding around. Oh yeah, that was the other thing is we would get on our bikes and just ride everywhere. Um the way that neighborhood was set up, everyone had you know the same size lot and there was a trail down the middle of each block. Um there still is. Yeah, I mean, when we went and <laughs> saw it a few weeks ago, or last couple months ago, whenever it was, they still have all the trails there, but we would ride those. At this point, I saw zero kids running bikes. Yeah, we rode bikes a lot. And do you remember us setting up a jump in our driveway? I do. I remember trying to do a backflip at one point, and I landed what? on my <laughs> I don't remember that. In the gravel. Oh, man. I probably wasn't trying to do a backflip. I was trying to, like, just wheelie off of it or something. Yeah. Went too far. And, of course, no bike helmets. Oh. I don't think anyone I don't knew had a bike I helmet. even knew what a bike helmet was back yeah, then. Yeah, I don't think I did. I don't think that was a thing. Did you? Else survived. Was it your bike that had the banana seat? I had that in the... Um, when I first got my bike in California, it had a banana seat. And something happened to that bike and it disappeared or broke or something. Oh. So mom and dad replaced it with a garage sale BMX style bike. Okay. Where it had like grips that were like molded hand grips. Oh. I thought it was really cool. But So I remember we would play baseball like the three of us. Yep. And you'd have to have ghost runners. <laughs> right. 
on base to you know be on the bases. It was always fun in the winter time when it snowed because it snowed a lot, and we would make forts and. Yeah, because they would plow the roads, and the ditches would just be covered with these huge, right, snow berms. <laughs> and we'd play with our GI Joes out there sometimes too. Because I remember one spring we found one of them <laughs> in the ditch. <laughs> but I don't remember which one it was, but. Probably one of the snow ones since it was You'd white. gotten lost <laughs> in the snow. Uh, we also like to make snowmen and snow furniture. Do you remember when we made the snow couch and the snow TV? I do. We made a whole living room. <laughs> I remember we played lawn darts. We had lawn darts that we played with. Oh, yeah. I also remember we got like kites one year. We took the kite poles and sharpened them and put feathers on them. <laughs> and then we'd shoot the, the arrows with rubber bands. And you'd get them to stick into trees and stuff. Well, I remember we had some kind of archery thing going because Dad had some bales of hay in the back. Yeah. And we'd shoot them. So she used to shoot his BB gun that you could pump up. Oh, yeah. Had a scope on it. People like... <laughs> A BB gun with a scope. I was like, "Yeah, you could you could pump that thing as as many times as you could to get it to a lot of air pressure." <laughs> Remember, we even got like pennies dented. Like we shot it inside. Like we put it right down on a penny. Oh yeah, it's a good thing we didn't have access to a real gun <laughs> at that point. Yeah, we probably could have gotten a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, I do remember we played a lot of foosball because we had a foosball table in the basement. Yep, we both got pretty good at that. Um, do you remember? People went to college with me the first time. You remember the entertainment center that Dad built out of two by fours? And dowels. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He built that in California. I remember going out and watching him for a while. It was a weird orange color he painted it, too. I don't know if that's the only paint he had, but he got, probably got it for well, free. Well, he probably, I. you know what? When I stain my deck, it's the same color. <laughs> oh, so it's like a deck stain? It's it's some kind of, yeah. You probably ask me, probably remembers. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Um, I don't know, are we just talking about our own childhood or what it was like being in the 80s? <laughs> it wasn't so, the 80s, but... The- as far as clothing went, it was a little bit weird. We were kind of poor, so we just got like t-shirts and jeans mostly. Goodwill shirts. Yeah, I remember going to get our ten for ten dollar t-shirts. <laughs> That's how I got my Top Gun t-shirt that I had. Oh, um, I don't remember that one. I do because I wore it even into high school. Oh, but someone's like. Oh, are you in Top Gun? I was like, no. It's just a t-shirt. <laughs> I might have asked if my dad was, in, or if it was like a pilot or something. I was like, no. Oh, okay. Just have the t-shirt. Well, we did have those bomber jackets that we wore. You remember yeah. that? <laughs> with patches also, on it. And... I also remember the like, canvas shoes with like dribbled paint across them were popular. <laughs> I begged and begged and got mom to buy me a pair from Payless, I think. 
and I, I think I worked through them in like three days. Uh, I, I remember the cool thing was to peg your pants. Oh, yeah. Three, At least roll them. Yeah. yeah, you roll up the bottom inch or so of your pants. I I guess I thought it was pretty cool because I carried a comb in my back pocket, you know. <laughs> well, so we I, lived near Air Force bases, so it was always windy every place we lived. <laughs> well, plus, you know, you you had buzz cuts a lot, but I had, you know, the 80s hair that I even used a blow dryer on. And so I needed oh, yeah. a comb to keep it, you know, in style. <laughs> There was a few years when I had the really sweet mullet. Oh, yeah. In fact, I found a picture of me in my soccer uniform. I think it was 1989, and I had pretty long hair. Yeah. In the back. In fact, I think some of my coworkers, before I moved, got a hold of the picture, and it ended up a few places. <laughs> I still hung up in a few places. Yeah. But yeah, so, like parachute <laughs> pants were a big thing. Mm. Girls had like shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah. So I can't remember what grade I was in, but I think it might have been um, junior high. But one year it was this big thing to flick staples at each other. Oh, yep. So you take the staple out of the stapler and put it on your finger and flick it and it flies. And people were making um, pouches for their staples <laughs> made out of paper and tape and stuff. I and thought so about that in a long time. But yeah. When the teacher would leave the room, invariably one of the kids would run up to the stapler and like <laughs> put a bunch of staples into their pouch <laughs> and then... When the teacher wasn't looking, we'd like shoot shoot them around the room at each other. <laughs> and I remember the teachers tried cracking down on it. <laughs> and you didn't want to get caught with contraband uh, staple pouch. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, it was good times. <laughs> yeah, the 80s were a pretty good time to grow up, I think. We did deal with bullies a bit. Yeah. Which sucked at the time, but it probably toughens you up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Remember, we played soccer at lunchtime at school in that big field. Yep. And we also play football sometimes. Yep. Um, it was tricky in the spring because it was always flooded. <laughs> but I do remember playing soccer in the winter with snow on the ground and just <laughs> not knowing where the balls. T- trajectory would go when he because it would hit a little snow dip and go off to the side and <laughs> uh, we'd catch lizards and out by the edges of the playing there was field a bunch of like large boulders to maintain the slope yeah that we weren't allowed to go past but we could go and find little lizards down there yeah It seemed like the because you're two two grades ahead of me. The, yeah. the grade between us was, I don't know. They seemed like a bunch of like hooligans. Hooligans, <laughs> yeah, very rowdy. Remember, we built a couple of friends of and I. We built like an igloo at lunch. Oh, 
And then as we're going in, they're, they're, uh, the next grade up was going out to recess, and they just ran over and destroyed it. <laughs> Those jerks. Oh. But it's weird to think that our sixth grade teacher, that you were his first class. Yeah. I was his third, I guess. And he was mm-hmm. my, by far my favorite teacher. Um, is retired now. Yeah, that is crazy. So we had he had us set up a school store where we could sell school supplies like pencils and erasers and stuff. Yep. And maybe some snacks. I don't remember. Yeah, we had snacks in my grade. Okay. We did it. But it was a fundraiser. And it also taught us, you know, about business, I guess. Capitalism and <laughs> yep. We had a, making a, a whole economy set up in the classroom too. Yeah, because they had little they had dollars. Money. Yeah. And then you'd have to bid on jobs and each job paid a different amount. Yeah. But the we'd have a fundraiser so that we could have a big trip. And so our class uh, went to Seattle for a week. And I think your class went to Edmonton, Canada. Yeah, we raised ten thousand dollars as a wow. class. The class between us, those hooligans, they only camping. made enough to go camping. <laughs> oh, man. Losers. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't a year older. That's all I could say. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, yeah. there's a time with pre-cell phone. So oftentimes, oh, I remember if there's if there's anything at the school on a Friday, like we'd have a bad concert or whatever, I would always get mom and dad to try to let me spend the night at my friend's house. Hmm. Um, or sometimes I remember having to get a note to ride home on the bus with him to his house. Um, his, he was a friend of mine that had, his family had money, so they had a hot tub. They had a pool like we did, but theirs was a, a, had a heated. deep end. It was heated uh, too, if I remember right. Yeah, and, and heated. In ground. Had a huge house. He had every video game system at the time. Like yeah, we had, I'd go there too. Yeah. So he had like a ColecoVision and he had a can't remember all the different ones he had. Um, he had a Nintendo before anyone else I knew. Yeah. Yeah, we had another friend that was younger than us. That oh, yeah parents had a lot of money and we'd go stay at his house he also had a hot tub we had a lot of land and where we go wander and, about yeah we would <laughs> yeah we'd explore the outdoors quite a bit there yeah the, i remember the driveway was like a mile long and sometimes time. we'd go sledding down the driveway i can't imagine trying to get up that <laughs> the time. yeah because there's like switchbacks and stuff like both families, I rarely remember seeing their parents. <laughs> well, I think the one with the mile-long driveway, his parents were both realtors, right? I think so. I don't remember, but yeah, they were gone a lot. And the other friend just had a dad. I don't think he had a mom, did he? Yeah, his mom was there. I think they might have gotten divorced while they were in elementary school. Oh, okay. He had an older sister that was around sometimes, but never wanted to be around us. Yeah. 
But his dad was like an importer of like fine furniture overseas. Yeah, I remember there's a lot of interesting stuff in the house. He had a gong <laughs> in one of his rooms. <laughs> and he had a huge TV. He had like a, a rear projection. Yeah, I remember that. Probably a 65 inch TV with like a laser disc system so we could watch like the creature from the black lagoon and <laughs> a bunch of other interesting shows. Yeah. But it was good times. Yep. I'm not sure I'd want to grow up elementary school years in the other decade. <laughs> well, I remember my kids played outside, but they didn't ride bikes all over the neighborhood. And for video games, they would play Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> but my kids for a while would ride bikes a lot, but they'd always come back with like punctured tires. Oh, uh, I don't remember having to do much maintenance on my bike. When we were kids now, <clears throat> we would go out to the three dips. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I think our parents were not happy because there was weird people out there sometimes. <laughs> Out in the woods. Yeah. I don't ever remember seeing anybody weird in the woods, but. I remember hearing rumors, but we never saw anything out there. We were more worried about flying snakes. <laughs> <laughs> so when it started, I don't know, probably some other kid or something told us that there were snakes that would fly, drop out of the trees on you or something. And... I know there's flying squirrels out there. <laughs> What's there? Yep. Uh, I don't remember that. Uh, don't so, glide, glide. So do you remember in the summer we went to our grandparents' farm and yep. we brought some tadpoles home with us? <laughs> we caught them in the irrigation ditch. Yep. Yep. And we raised them into frogs. Yep. And then we released an invasive, invasive species. species. Yep. <laughs> Probably. When they were, were frogs, we released them in the wild. And I'm sure they knows, didn't survive. Probably not. And really where we got them from to where we took them was not really that far or different of a climate. No. They probably that, that species probably you know was was spread all across that area. So Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I also remember one time we brought a tumbleweed home oh yeah and then yeah that's our yard with weeds <laughs> i i still think to this day that we created some kind of hybrid weed in our yard it might have from the tumbleweed and some of the native weeds because they we ended up with this weed that had kind of properties of both it never like tumbled like the tumbleweed did but <laughs> That is not the smartest thing to do, but we didn't know any better. Yeah, we were kids. We were just excited about stuff like that. Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds are cool. <laughs> so I remember when we went on road trips, Dad would hook up a TV and the VCR in the van with some bungee cords. And yep. so we would watch... The two shows I remember watching the most in the car was Cannonball Run... And Benji. <laughs> About the little dog, you know? Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember Benji. Kind of, it's like a depressing <laughs> movie. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't remember anything about it except there was a little dog in it, but <laughs> I think he got kidnapped or something and he had to escape. Yeah. But Cannonball um, Run, we pretty much had that movie memorized. Yeah, we'd watched a lot of movies in there. That was a nice thing about having like the little black and white TV was twelve volts, so you could just plug it into this twelve volt system of the car. And the VCR yeah. he got was also twelve volt. We were ahead of the, our time, man. Yes, thanks Why? to Dad. Yeah, he's kind of a, <laughs> a technology he's an buff. innovator. Well, yeah, he had lots of kids and wanted to keep them quiet. What better way to keep them quiet than put, turn the movie on? Yeah. Made trips go way faster, I know. Yeah, because I remember it was a seven-hour trip from where we lived to the farm. It was but, back in the day where you you just have to like you go look at VHS tapes. Okay, which ones do we want to take on this trip? So we only have so many. Yeah. Same with like when I was older and had CDs in my car, I'd always think, "Oh, pick out what CDs you're going to listen to." <laughs> None of the streaming stuff we have now. You just at random and just have your own radio station with no DJs going. Oh yeah, that was another thing we did as a kid. Was it was. We didn't know it was a podcast back then, <laughs> oh, but yeah. we would we'd record tapes and send them to our cousin um, in the other state, <clears throat> and we we'd pretend like it was a radio station. Ninety nine point nine, I can't yep. remember what call sign we came up with for it, but we did DJ chatter between the songs. <laughs> what if you those tapes have survived? I don't know. I don't. I have a collection have... of some tapes that I don't know if I have a way to listen to them. You know what? I I got a device for Christmas a few years ago that you could play record from a tape to your computer. Uh, well, if I can find them, I'll see if they. If yeah, if you can find it. some of those tapes, I mean, we we sent them to our cousin. I doubt she still has them. <laughs> no, she probably recorded over them with music or something. Probably. Um, I could I could ask her when I see her. That's true. You you live close to her now. Um. Yeah, in third grade, I won a little tiny boombox at a raffle in school, and so we would listen to mostly we'd listen to Weird Al on that, <laughs> but we'd also use it to record our little. Um, radio shows. Hammer tape on tape. I think that was in the nineties. Yeah, because I think we got that when we were in our house in Texas, which was ninety one. Yeah. I think we did end up getting a Nintendo right at the end of the eighties. Might have been nineteen ninety actually. Yeah. We saved up half the money, I think. Huh, I don't remember that. Well, I remember the Nintendo, the but. All right, well, you think of anything else? That was our trip down memory lane. 80s were a good time. That's why I like things like uh, nostalgic 80 movies. Yeah.
Bump sounds like someone's got consumption. I've got a little bit of consumption. Me too. So you may have remembered from last week, I was kind of on a Charles Bronson kick. Yep. So I watched a couple Charles Bronson movies, or at least movies that he was in. Um, the first one is called Once Upon a Time in the West. It was one of those spaghetti westerns. And it's basically Charles Bronson played the guy that played the harmonica. And he only <laughs> he only knew one tune. <laughs> and it was played constantly throughout the movie. But um, he was on a journey for revenge. There was somebody that had done him wrong in the past. And so he was out to just make this guy's, you know, thwart this guy and all his endeavors. And yeah. It hadn't it was a very slow moving movie though. <laughs> but it has some great lines. So in the beginning of the movie they you've got these three guys at this train station out in the middle of nowhere, just kind of hanging around. Um and then the train arrives and it drops off Charles Bronson's character. And he's like, are one of you Frank? And they said, no, but Frank sent us. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and they're like, um, well, it looks like we don't have enough horses. We got only got three horses and there's four of us now. And he's like, well, I think you've got two horses too many. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he shoots them all and he gets hit as well. But <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I think you've got two horses too many. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the other movie I watched, which was a much better movie, was The Magnificent Seven from the 60s. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Um, it's kind of Three Amigos was loosely based on it. <laughs> and this one's based on the Seven Samurai um, Japanese film. Yep. Um, but it's, you know, it's got a, it's not just Charles Bronson. It's got a cast. So it's got Yul Brenner and Steve McQueen and um, James Coburn. Those are the ones that I recognized. Um, kind of the, you know, the action stars of the day. <laughs> of the 60s. And there's this little town just across the border that has this group of ruffians come through every year and basically steal all their crops and leave them just barely enough to get by. And so they decide, well, for their first decision is to go try to buy some guns. But they end up hiring um, Yul Brenner. Um, to come, you know, protect the town. And so he rounds up six other guys and they <clears throat> head on down there and they teach the townspeople how to shoot and all that kind of stuff. And But it was really good. I liked it. I've been trying to work on my Charles Bronson impression, but I think I still have a long ways to go. Because uh, he has a... Out when you're ready. He has a particular way of speaking. You're like... Well, maybe you can ride Sight Saddle. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. 
<clears throat> but I've been fascinated with his little accent. He's from Pennsylvania, but uh, he's got a particular way of speaking that I don't know. I just like. <laughs> so that was cool. pretty much my consumption. So on the drive here, I downloaded and listened to the first Dresden Files book. Oh, cool. Which it said it was eight hours and eight minutes long. And when we got here, we had 25 minutes left of it. Oh. So when you're driving around town, we were playing it. <laughs> we were dinner and we finished it. Um, I really liked it. It was fun listening to it because it was a book I, I read a while ago. And my wife yeah. hadn't read it and she was off and on asleep on the trip. Uh-huh. But I can see she was kind of interested in it, so hopefully we'll get the next book on the way home. So check out that. If you don't want to read the Dresden Files, see if you can find them an audiobook. And you can just listen. Hmm. And it's funny, after reading the last Dresden File books and going to the first one, you're like, wow, he really has a big character arc where he grows in strength and yeah, as a person really quite good um, and then our nieces and nephews here had not seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie yet so we watched oh. that cool Honor Among Thieves with Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez and that British actor I don't like <laughs> um, I can see his face I can't think of his name so he plays a good bad guy he was really good at, as a bad guy <laughs> um, I think my niece recognized the actress that played the druid, the wild shape. Oh, must be somebody that is for younger people. I don't know. <laughs> but be. it was really good. Still, I really enjoyed it. They literally liked the fat dragon. That was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> um, we all cheered at the owlbear at the end. When she's destroying the evil red wizard, the Thane. Um, I also really liked the uh, sorcerer. He was kind of bumbling, but had wild magic occasionally, which was funny. Yeah. Check that one out. And then just before so that, the podcast. The English actor, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, yes. I'm not sure why that dude is always... Probably he feels like he's a con man. She played a con <laughs> man in the movie. This doesn't seem sincere to me. Mm. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. And then I finished a movie I started last night called um, The Purge Anarchy. Oh. Have you heard about the, the, the Purge movies? I have heard of them. I've never seen them. Okay. So the premise is in order to keep people from expressing the violent tendencies all year, they would have one night a year from like 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. where anything is legal, including murder. Um, And this one, there's some innocents that aren't wanting to participate in the purge end up outside during it. Oh, no. With all these bad guys. And luckily they find a guy that is wanting to participate in the the purge for revenge, 
takes pity on them and kind of helps them through the night. Mm. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, there was the actor that plays the quarterback in the TV show Friday Night Lights. <laughs> I've never seen that show either. So. Oh, okay. It's, it's a good show. But he was the backup quarterback in that show. And then when the starter ended up getting hurt really badly, I think he broke his neck or back. And he came in and was the quarterback, even though he's kind of shy. Mm-hmm. So it, the actor was in it. And I didn't recognize anyone else in it. But it was pretty good. I did recognize a few like character actor people that I guess popped up in it. But so that one was on Max, and that's pretty much it. Does anyone have any nerd cred? Um, sure. I was <laughs> wanting to do something with our niece while I was here. So I got my Dungeons & Dragons books out that I brought with me. And we've been making a dungeon. Oh, cool. So the Dungeon Master book actually has a place where there's like a random tables <clears throat> that you can roll on for like laying out a dungeon. Mm-hmm. So it's like a table you start with your starting location and it tells you there's like 10 different things it can start as. Like I started with like a four-way corridor. It was mm-hmm. 20 by 20. And there's a table for what each corridor would be and then if, how many doors are in a room, what kind of doors they are, what size room, whether you're going into a room or another corridor. Um, I guess chambers is what they call them, chambers. And then we're having fun going through and putting monsters in there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been fun just prepping a D&D dungeon So do you ever try to plan for a reason the monster's in there? Yep, usually Like you come up with a background for backstory yep. for each monster Yes, in fact this one we have I think there's demons that are in it which are pretty high level so it's going to have to be a high level campaign Yeah, if anyone ever tries to attempt it but there's this powerful intelligent demon that his name is george it's our niece named him <laughs> and then his wife is also a demon she's got like six arms but she's a uh her name was megan <laughs> <laughs> wow so and we were talking about backstories of why they're in there they were the only two demons at their college that they fell in love <laughs> Huh. It's a love story. In a home ec class where they learned sewing. <laughs> so we have some of the creatures we decided were going to be mashup creatures. They took two creatures and then we're going to sew them together. Like, sew together. <laughs> Sounds like something a demon would do. Yeah, like a skeleton with a horse or a unicorn head. <laughs> we had some other funny ones, but. Then we're trying to, yeah, there's tables you can roll on for random, like, loot. Mm. We've been doing that as well. It's been really fun. Um, 
We didn't work on it today, but we worked on it two days in a row. So we'll probably work on it tomorrow again. Cool. Yeah, I can't think of any nerd cred worthy okay. things for me. Well, if you want to send us what creature you would put in a dungeon, <laughs> you can send it to us at our email, which is ingenuityshow at gmail.com. Or you could find us on Facebook and Twitter and leave us a message there. And if you just search for Ingenuity Show, you should be able to find us. Um, for an ad-free version of the show, or to buy an Ingenuity Show t-shirt, head over to the ingenuityshow.com where we have those available. Thank, Thank you for you listening. For listening. <laughs> <laughs> Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.